0: hello and welcome to the show how are you doing i hope everyone in the northern hemisphere is enjoying a good start to the summer and winter for those in the southern hemisphere if you've got some upcoming travel plans or are hoping to book a trip this episode is for you i really enjoyed this episode and i feel there are a lot of useful tips including how to prepare your mindset for traveling with kids Our guest is Marquita Wright. You may know her on Instagram as the traveling twin mama. I find her to be super inspiring, and I learned so much from her. We talk about how she started traveling with her twins at four months old, why travel is important to her, how her sons have changed through travel, how she was able to travel so often, and what keeps her motivated when things get tough. I really hope you enjoy this episode and that you can take away some tips from it. Come find us on Instagram at adventure yet and let me know what you think! The music on this podcast is licensed through Musicbed. I also use Musicbed for the music on my YouTube videos and get a lot of comments of people saying they like the music, especially for my Pacific Crest Trail series. I highly recommend using Musicbed and if you need music for your YouTube channel or podcast, you can sign up with an account and a link in the show notes and get one month free when choosing a yearly plan with my code. And without further ado, here's the show. Welcome to Biggest Adventure Yet, a podcast for adventurous, creative, and global humans raising the next generation. I'm Mari, your host, a new-ish mother who lives abroad, thrives on travel, creativity, and the outdoors
1: chase
0: down a brand new adventure step up step out and enter in so i'm really interested to talk to you you uh you know on instagram you're called the traveling twin mama <laughs> which is pretty self-explanatory there uh but you have twins they are five Yeah, they just turned five. I'm really interested to hear, and you've kind of been traveling with them the whole time since they're four months old, I believe. So I'm really interested to hear about how you've traveled with your sons and what travel means to you and why it's important for you to travel and just kind of all that good stuff about travel. I love travel, but since I became a mom, I have found it very difficult to travel with my son, and I only have the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am always in awe of people who travel a lot with kids, and especially multiple kids. So, I'm really interested to to hear what you have to say.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: All right. So, do you want to start off with just kind of telling a little bit about your travel background and your kind of uh, how you got into travel and how you started traveling with your kids and all of that fun stuff?
1: Sure. Yes. I traveled a lot for both work and pleasure pre-kids. So my role then and now both requires me to travel globally. So I really got a love for traveling. And a lot of times when I travel for work globally, it was with an account manager that was either from there and or lived there. So I kind of really was able to get a local experience and just fell in love with learning about different cultures and trying different foods and You know, that whole travel butterfly you get when you land in a new destination. So I just loved it, right? Mm -hmm. So once I became pregnant with my twins, I had a lot of comments about how um, I would have to stop traveling and so on and so forth once my twins came. Um and I am a, I'm a Capricorn, so telling me what I can't do is more of a, a challenge <laughs> than necessarily telling me that I can't do it. I mean, I knew that you could you can travel with kids like there was no law <laughs> or thing preventing it per se. I didn't know how I was gonna do it, but when we went to the boys' three-month checkup, I just randomly asked, you know, at what age can they start traveling? And she was like, they can travel whenever they want. I'm like, say less, my friend. (laughs) Uh, The next month, they were on a flight to Milwaukee. So that's where I'm from. We live in New Orleans. And so uh, they were on a flight to Milwaukee so that they could meet my family. And I I did that intentionally, one, so that they could meet my family, but two, I know Milwaukee inside and out. I was born there. It was a layover in Atlanta airport. I can tell you what restaurants and everything is in the Atlanta airport. Like, that is that's not scary to me. So I chose a route and an airline and a destination that I particularly was very comfortable with. So the only thing I had to worry about is getting them there, you know, what strollers to use, packing enough diapers, all of those basic elements. So that, that is what I I normally recommend. And then I could focus on just the additional thing is just having the kids, and it went really smooth. And so after that, I was like, "Well, next month we tried uh, Puerto Rico. Like it was my husband's birthday. Okay, that's great. It's international in the sense of you know it is an island uh, or uh, archipelago. I always say that <laughs> wrong." <laughs> um and it's it's not the continental United States so it gives us a little different experience but we don't need passports um and that went well at 5 months and then at 6 months I needed to go to Amsterdam for a work trip so I was like I'm not pumping and dumping let's bring them with me and so my aunt came and we brought up uh, we brought them with with us and that went well. So, of course, we had learnings along the way, but none of the learnings or challenges felt detrimental. The experience to be able to do it with them most definitely outweighed any of the challenges that we experienced.
0: Right. Yeah. And it was on from there. (laughs) I guess starting at Young, Mm -hmm. you know, you just were able to keep doing it, then it just probably, they got more used to it, and then you got more used to it, and you kind of just learned as you went on. That seems like a good way to do it. Right. Yeah, and why is travel important to you to continue doing with your family? Like, what do you love about travel that you want to kind of impart on your children?
1: Well, there's a few things about travel that... I want my boys to take away. One would be, it's just an awesome teacher, right? It's an awesome teacher about other cultures, things that they may learn in school from nature, seeing volcanoes and um, different elements like that to the different animals. So actually like embracing that hands-on learning experience to also learning and appreciating different cultures that how people eat, what people eat, how people go to school, how things look. It makes you very open to the world and realizing that you're just, you're a part of it. And then how do you particularly adapt to that so it makes them very adaptable and they also give a get a spirit of curiosity and wanting to learn and desire new things Mm -hmm. and also if there is a challenge they're not afraid of change or a challenge because with travel you have to be flexible Mm -hmm. and you never know what may happen um, so you have to be more open so those are like some of the fundamental, and then also, I want them to experience more than the US, right? It's a big, especially being Black, boys, it's a very complicated relationship. And being able to see yourself outside of what the United States may present you as, for me as a mom of Black boys, it's very important. I want them to see Black people around the world and the amazing things that we have done and contributed to not just here in this country, but everywhere in the world. And so when those thoughts and or challenges of someone saying who you may or may not be, it can give you more of that fundamental ground of understanding who you truly are and the excellence that you have within you. As I've started traveling with them and we've started to do more travel, like, Going to Colombia, uh, like Cartagena, but also going to Palinque, which is the first city that was owned by enslaved people. Where we went to, uh, when we went to Brazil, we went to Bahia, the Afro brazilian of so them being able to actually experience it. And the more that we do that, the more I see the connection not just for them, but for me as well, but learning about it. So I hope that they take those things with them and it plants a seed of showing them the excellence and how we can make something out of nothing and they can do the same.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. And what a good, just an amazing gift that you're giving them and for yourself too. And I think, yeah, what you said about just recognizing that, yeah, being a a Black raising two black sons in the United States is a very complicated thing Um, and how amazing to be able to show them just the rest of the world and what else is going on and you know those really good examples for them that's really amazing. Thank you. Uh, What kind of changes have you seen in them since you started traveling?
1: uh funny thing is uh they're always asking to go on a <laughs> <laughs> um they would randomly be like let's go to the airport uh okay it doesn't necessarily work like that friend like you you just don't show up at the airport like we we gotta plan a trip we gotta have you know things in order a plan and they're like no let's just show up you know so they they love to travel they're always asking to go on a plane they're always asking to experience something new and different if they hear about this or see that so recently we went on the Disney cruise all because of them <laughs> my husband's from Miami we were driving you know past the the, the dock the terminals and we we're like oh you know look at the big like you know just kind of having regular conversation big boats are called cruises people do this on it and they're like there's one with mickey mouse on it i want to go on there and so they just kept being adamant like mommy when are we gonna go on the boat with mickey like they they so they want to learn and explore i can't remember somewhere else they said they wanted to go they hear about anything or see something that curiosity is sparked and they want to try it and do it which I love that for them right they just need a job so that they can pay for (laughs) all of the things they want to explore
0: (laughs) yeah I was going to ask you I was thinking about as you're talking like how because I'm sure a lot of people would have this question too, is just how, how do you travel that much? (laughs) And um, how do you find the time? And I know you said you travel for your work. Do you ever combine that with a family trip or is it the family trips are separate to your work?
1: So when they were young and not in school, I could combine my work trips with them. Uh, But now that they're in school, they, they, Work trips normally don't happen around times that they're off. It happened actually last fall for one of the kids. They go to separate schools. A whole other story for a whole another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but they go to, <laughs> twins go to two separate schools. So one kid was off while I had to go to Chicago. Being from Milwaukee, I could bring him with me. Um, And my mom could come down and hang out with him while I was in my meetings and trade show. So we were able to combine that. But now not as much because they're in school. Uh, The only other time for that was when we went to Amsterdam and Paris because they were six months. So they could go with me anywhere. I just had to make sure I brought someone. Now what we do is we still travel on flight deals. That's how you how we make it more affordable and either flight deals and being flexible with our destination or the specific days we want to go. And then we look at the days that they're off and try to make it work. So if they're off a certain day, I don't mind them missing a day of school or even two, maybe depending on the trip to get the flights for less expensive and make it worth it. So that's kinda how we combined it using a lot of uh, holidays and like we live in New Orleans. These kids are always off of school, like parent, um, a teacher something day. My kid goes to Catholic school, Saint this person's day they're off. Like they're always (laughs) off. (laughs) So after, after the pandemic and being home and working full time with twin two-year-olds, I vowed never to take PTO and watch my kids. So if I have to take PTO, then we're most likely going on a trip or now that they're older, they're going to camp one or the other not taking pto to watch them at home yeah. so that is kind of how we um, how we go by it and then i do a lot of points and miles as well credit card hacking and stuff like that so then that makes it a lot more affordable
0: yeah oh, I, I like that you said that you're never going to take pto just to watch them at home that's such <laughs> that's really good it was excuse to always go out and do something.
1: Yes, I have P- i literally think I have PTSD from COVID. Like <laughs> that was a wild time being home with twin two year olds. Just me and my husband, both of us working full time and not being able to travel. Like that was hard. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that would have been. I mean, COVID was hard f- for everyone, but especially I think adding in the. The chil- watching your children and working, I can't even imagine. That seems really challenging. And then, especially for people who love travel, it was like all of a sudden we were all just kind of boxed in and it was like, oh no, <laughs> what do we do? It's great that you've kind of taken that and those lessons and you know what you want for yourself and what is good for your family. And it seems like the kids get a lot of out of it. And I love that they love traveling as much as you, it seems. So that is really helpful, I'm sure
1: they love it. They love it. They're little pros now. Like, so we use clear, they walk right up to the clear line and be like, Hey, like, <laughs> like they know the people, Hey, and they stand at the thing, wait for me. They like, they know exactly. They put their little backpacks on, you know, the conveyor belt to go through TSA. Like they, they have it down packed. So they it's it powers them they feel like adults like they're you know uber traveling i know what i'm doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much i can picture it so i know you said that you're going to europe next week i think i think by the time this podcast airs you'll have already been in europe uh but you are going for two weeks and i was curious about what kind of things you do to prepare and. How do you plan a trip like that as a family and with your kids?
1: So this particular trip, they actually won't be coming. Uh, The first week I will be at a trade show for work. And then the second week, my husband's gonna meet me there and we're gonna be celebrating um, our 11th wedding anniversary. So in order to make this happen, Neither myself or my husband are from New Orleans, where we live. Usually we would fly our kids to where one of our parents is, where we're from, Uh, but they're they're in school now, and it's actually the last week of school for one of the kids. So we're actually bringing reinforcement, both from my side and from his side. So his aunt's coming in and my mom's coming in, and they're going to tag team to, you know, watch the boys for a week while uh, both my husband and I are in Europe. Uh, When I am in Europe by myself, my husband will have the boys. And then I I set up some babysitting to kind of help him for a couple of days until his aunt shows up so it, it does take a lot of planning especially because it's the last week of school and they have teachers appreciation day and this day and that day so I got to get all of the things that we're gonna get give them pre-planned write a love letter to my mom and my aunt of this person has played therapy on that day and that person has this on this day and here's the act so it's like you know I That is the planning, of like making a schedule for them each and every day, where to go, what they do like to eat, what they don't like to eat, like preparing the house for not only guests, but for people to take care of of my kids. So-and-so has to wear uniforms. This is what the uniform should look like because that so-and-so would try to finesse his way to wear something he's not supposed to wear during, during that time. (laughs) So like really planning, um, so that is that's how I'm gonna be able to to get away with being being away for uh for two weeks without my kids and and them home. So it should be interesting. We have not done it like this before, where people actually come here before. Yeah, we normally take them to someone else's
0: house. Uh, wow. Well, yeah, I can imagine that's a lot of planning. But how great that you get the chance to go away by yourself and then have this time with your husband uh, on a special anniversary trip. That must be really good. Have you had the chance many times to do a trip with just you and your husband since the kids were born?
1: Yes. So we do try to do one, we call it vacation, (laughs) (laughs) at least one vacation a year. And we started that when the boys turned one. So I think we've done one every year yeah they're they just turned five so this will be our fourth one so after they turned one we've done it every year yep this will be the fourth one so yes we do try to do it and on all of the other occasions we took the boys to some either milwaukee or miami Oh right
0: that's really good that seems like goals that I want to have, because <laughs> once you have kids, you really just do have to continue working on your relationship, right? And so having that time for you two to just connect without the kids must be so amazing. I think my partner and I have only had, like, you know, a couple dinners away. <laughs> so uh, that's something that would be really nice to do.
1: Yes. And, you know, I am, um how would I describe myself? <sighs> i i i enjoy my kids but i have to i'm a capricorn so i have to have time alone and like time to reprieve even from like my family. So I take mommications as well, just because I personally, like when I am home, it is nonstop. I wake up at 5 a.m. I go to bed at 11. I don't, if I'm sitting and watching TV, I'm sitting and watching TV and writing my blog posts at the same time, making Instagram reels. Like I don't stop working. When I am home, It is from this podcast to pick up the boys. I just got off of a meeting for work. I'll pick them up, make dinner. Somebody has played. So it's just like, I don't get any reprieve. And if I don't have this, and we don't have family here either. So if I don't intentionally set time away for me to get away and or my husband to get away, It would make for a very, very, very challenging uh, parenting opportunity because I would just be so like frustrated, frustrated for taking care of other people all day and not having the opportunity to just like pour back into my cup, which is so important
0: so important that's definitely that's kind of one of the whole reasons I've created this podcast is just to talk to people about how how do you handle that and you know make time for yourself as a person while also trying to be a a parent and being a good parent I'm glad that you can recognize that and still make the time for yourself I think I need to be better at that (laughs) and I think
1: you have to be I think you have to be very intentional. It's not just going to (laughs) happen, at least for me. Like, again, we don't have family here. So it's not like I'm just going to suddenly get a break. (laughs) Unless I plan it, get a babysitter, have someone fly in, fly them somewhere, or take an opportunity. So while I am going to be at a trade show for work it's over a weekend so I intentionally told my job like I will work both weeks but I'm not going to work the weekend Mm -hmm. most people work like one week and maybe a day of the weekend I'm going to work both weeks but I will not work the weekend and the weekend I am actually going to fly to Jordan so I can do my last world uh world wonder in Petra Mm -hmm. so I I take those opportunities if I see a sliver of like I can finesse this I'll I'll give this in order to take that (laughs) then I will try to do that and so like my family doesn't, my my husband isn't upset that I'm going to now be gone two weeks because then I was like, oh, you can just come and meet me, you know, and now we can do our anniversary. So like really being an attentional of how I package things. And so now I get like the best of three worlds. I do work, I'm doing a momcation and I'm doing a vacation all in one trip in two weeks while in Europe. And then when I come back home, I'll be working like a slave until I don't know. I can find oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sometime hopefully yeah. in June or yeah. July or something oh,
0: no. well it's really cool that you put that time in and you've set those boundaries with your work that's inspiring as well I was curious do you mind just because for people who love travel I feel like finding jobs that let you travel is something people are always looking out for do you mind sharing kind of what uh, type of job you have that allows you to do that travel
1: yeah, so I work for a conveyor belt manufacturer uh, and on the, you can travel with them both on the cell side and the engineering side. So our customers are global. So our customers are Procter & Gamble, Anheuser-Busch, Amazon, Tyson Foods. So if you uh, find a company that works, at least if you try it, if you want to travel globally, you need to find a company that works globally and not necessarily just like a manufacturing company, but more of a company that supports manufacturers that have global presence. So then that way you have to actually go to their different facilities um, and headquarters to be able to conduct business. And that that is how I get to travel with my job because it's key for us to like if you're selling a conveyor belt, or especially a conveyor layout, you kind of have to see it from from some points of view. So that's how, how I'm able to do it. So that's always my recommendation, find a global company that in a role within that company that does, that has customers globally.
0: Ah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's like, yeah, for travelers, that's like winning the lottery is like, yes, <laughs> combine everything in one. Exactly. So you talked a little bit before or in the beginning, you said with your kids, you're saying that there are challenges when you travel, but the challenges are worth it because the benefits are, you know, so much better. I'm curious what things over five years, you know, have you kind of learned and What were some of the challenges you've overcome?
1: Uh, The biggest challenge that I had uh, was actually when they were on our first international trip because we were taking the train from Amsterdam to to Paris and back. And I had our big double stroller and all of our luggage uh, and it was myself and my aunt. And when I say... (laughs) i almost left a child or a luggage on the platform (laughs) it is extremely stressful to get two seats a 40 pound stroller two luggage a baby bag and whatever else we may have had on and off during those short periods of stops at a train station so that is when i was like they have to have strollers that are compact that can fit overhead on the plane. And I, actually what I was doing is looking at the Europeans, like they take the trains every day. What are they doing? And they have these little bitty strollers and they would just pounce them more and then they'll fold up and like put them overhead on the train. So I start looking at the, Oh, it's a babies in yo-yo, okay? Well, let me Google that. And of course, when you Google that, then now you see their competition because babies in yo-yos are very expensive. Yeah. Um, and I have two kids. so and I've already paid a thousand dollars for the stroller we had. I, I'm not paying another thousand dollars for travel strollers, and that's when I found the GB pocket stroller. So then I became on the mission of like, what else don't I like about traveling with kids? Oh, getting to the gate and then having to take that double stroller down because with a double stroller, you have to take the other seat off. There's no no other option. So either I'm baby wearing a baby, trying to hold the other one, take the, the extra seat out, fold the stroller with one hand with the baby bag on too much mm-hmm. and so then i was like okay well the pocket stroller will help that what about also like how we maneuver for l- long flights? so then that's when i found the jed kids bed box that you can put all their luggage in it and then roll them through the airport that goes on top of you know the carry-on section on the plane and then it turns their chair into a bed so now that they can sleep overnight so like I really started researching what tools and what resources could I get that just makes travel easier for me as a parent so I am willing to pay and not even really pay for it because I have a travel credit card but TSA pre-check clear lounge access like what is going to make it easier i realized that one of the twins if he's in line more than like five or ten minutes he's about to turn up like and he gets it naturally because that's how i really feel inside yeah. i just know i can't i can't <laughs> exhibit that right. but he's he's gonna he's gonna let everybody in that line have it so that is where it's like okay i know this let me bring some toys that he can play with, coloring books, Play-Doh, whatever, and then also use my resources to try to get through those lines as quickly as possible.
0: So that's kind of how I maneuver Yeah, just so good that, you know, using your experiences to kind of find the the good stuff. And then that does make sense about just sometimes the cost of, you know, buying these things is like, oh, is it worth it? But then for the amount of travel you do, I'm sure all the stuff is well worth the cost, right? It's just having the stuff, if if it's making your life easier and the kid's life easier, then it's like, yes, just get the stroller, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's just my experience. Like when I talk to my husband, he's like, oh, I don't mind taking all the stuff out at the gate check, like that's totally fine. So for some people, they'll be fine with it. If you left it up to him, he probably wouldn't pay for clear. But that is where you, have to look for yourself and say what experiences frustrate me the most about traveling with my kids and what can I do to minimize it It, there may be a solution around it you probably have to pay for it but is it worth it yeah peace of mind is worth it I'm gonna pay for
0: it yeah that makes sense what do you think as far as your mindset like what do you feel like you've learned along the way that you kind of how do you have to think in your head, you know, like when you're like, Oh, you just said, like, sometimes things are frustrating, but I'm not going to show it. And it's just, I think, becoming a mother in general, you have to do it. There's a lot of mental work being there for yourself and being there for others. And to be able to travel, which is stressful, can be at least stressful in its own. What is kind of this mentality that you have that helps you be able to do all those things and perform and be a wife, a mom, and someone who's still doing her job, and also doing a blog, which is a, like a whole another job.
1: Uh, that's a that's a that's a good question. Uh, I think from the mindset, I have my end in mind. I know when I am the the happiest and the truest form of myself. And that is when I'm able to travel and experience new things and do new things. So all of that boils back to that. So I I work my full-time job so that I can (laughs) pay to (laughs) pay to travel. And then I get to travel for work and see it from some of the locals perspective. I do the the blogging and all of that because you know it can give income and also it opens doors now with partnering with different brands and different travel boards so that now things that I don't even know were open, um, people can reach out and say, hey, do you wanna come? Even simple things like to Columbia, South Carolina, which doesn't seem like woo, but like to experience the city, it was really fun. It's actually one of the the places my kids keep asking to go back to. (laughs) So it it all goes back that end in mind is to experience new places and new people and new things. And that is, what's her name? Um, Oh, the writer, uh, Elizabeth. I think she wrote Love, Pray, what's the book? I'm having a brain fire.
0: Oh oh yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert, Eat, Pray, Love. Gilbert,
1: not that book. There's another book, one more of a self-help book. And she says the, that everyone has to eat a shit pie <laughs> and you have to decide which shit pie you're willing to eat. And so for me, I understand that my kids are going to have tantrums. They have tantrums here at the house, like tantrums here at the house aren't easier for me than tantrums at the airport. Like for me, actually, they have less tantrums in the airport because they know that the, the, there's some advantages <laughs> to being at the airport. They're more entertained, seeing the people. People are interacting with them. They normally get sweet treats at the airport. Like they know they're about to go on the plane. So like for me, the kids' behavior is actually better when we travel than at home where they're extremely comfortable and jumping from couch to couch and acting like crazy people, right? So mm-hmm. I always try to go into the trip and saying like Marquita prepare what you can and i literally think from when we pull up to the airport where do i think we're going to park how am i going to get the things from the car to check-in from check-in to the gate from the gate to baggage claim from baggage claim back to the car like what toys do they need? What snacks do they need? Like I mentally prepare myself for all of the things so that I'm not caught off guard. And then once it happens, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? I At least have a plan. And then from there, I'm like, you've planned what you could. Everything else go with the flow, like mm-hmm. you did your job, you tried. And, and now you can try to enjoy it. So I really try to stay in the most positive mindset, just because I know that whatever our mindset is as parents, the, our kids pick up on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want, if I'm frustrated and they're frustrated, and everybody frustrated at the airport, it's just not going to be, yeah. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Yeah. So I try to stay as positive and remember, like, we're just trying to get here. Like at the end of the day. We're just trying to get here, that's the end in mind. And once we arrive, these are all the cool things we're going to do, or these are all the cool experiences we just had. You might see me scrolling through my phone, looking at the pictures of the experiences we just did to remind myself, you know, vale la pena, it is worth the pain. You have beautiful memories, you're
0: going to even forget about what happened here at the airport, that type of thing. Mm I felt really inspired with (laughs) listening to you say that just because uh, you know how you said you're just remembering the end goal of that you're you know you're happiest when you're traveling and doing new things and so that's the priority and you're going to do what you can to make that happen because I feel very much the same way and then that's when I feel my best is when I'm out traveling and doing things but I have not made it a priority becoming a mother I found I got lost in motherhood so I you know I'm so happy to hear you say all this and just it's such a good reminder of just doing it and making it a priority and making sure you do the mental work and do the actual physical work of doing all the stuff you need to prepare and then just going with the flow <laughs> I really love that
1: exactly I mean are you gonna stay in the house with them all day until what age like at a certain age they learn by doing. We humans, we learn by doing. So since I started with my kids at four months, after like by the age of two and half of that in <laughs> the pandemic, they they're great at the airport. There's very few times when traveling, I have to redirect them and get on them because they've experienced it. They traveled. They've known what to do. But if I waited till they're five, they're still gonna behave the same. What you're just delaying the learning curve. Right. right so like I always just and it's way easier traveling with a baby than toddlers toddlers are crazy <laughs> um you're kind of de- you're you're delaying just the learning curve that we're all gonna have and and it's okay and I think a lot of times we get so concerned about like oh whether the person on the plane you know that my baby might cry I mean if you didn't want a baby to cry you should have flew private baby like that's what they offer that for <laughs> I'm like but that's normal for a kid to cry. It's okay. Like I always tell my followers, don't make those little silly bags to say, sorry, my kid may cry. Sorry that your kid's a human. Like what? No, the person doesn't like it. Bring earplugs. They're the adults. They know the likelihood of a baby on the plane. They are in control of their own emotions. They're grown, not the baby. Like do what you can, like bring the toys and the snacks and the entertainment and whatever, whatever to try to make the baby happy. But depicting if you're going to travel because of what somebody else that you wouldn't even recognize from a lineup may think, I'm not waiting. I'm not. I'm not holding up my life for. A- Susie over here that I don't know (laughs) my kids are going to be on the flight they may be in first class if we get upgraded and you'll just be mad ma'am I don't know what else to tell you like again fly private
0: (laughs) yeah yeah there was just like some viral video recently about some man flipping out at a baby crying and on an airplane and it's just like wow how embarrassing is that for you
1: (laughs) so you think sir that it's okay for you to yell and cry (laughs) as an adult on a plane who's been here for how many decades, know the decorum that you're supposed to have in public settings, but it's not okay for a baby who just got here not to express their emotions. But you, you've been here for decades. Sure. It's not your first flight. You have the right to do it, but a baby doesn't
0: like make it make sense. I know. And I kind of like I kind of understand before becoming a mother, I remember like when I was traveling and you're kind of like, oh, I oh, sitting next to a baby. And it would kind of feel like. I like I'm not saying I would have ever done anything like that, but I kind of remember or like just hearing people talk about it, it as like, oh, there was a baby on the flight. And I not having been a mother, I couldn't even understand the point of view of the person that is with the baby, right? And you kind of just hear people talk about it like in a bad light. But now I'm like, Oh, no, I feel so bad. Anyone with a baby, it's like, you know, there's already enough stress, you're trying to do whatever you can um, to help the baby, right? You don't want the baby to be crying. Like you're not trying to make the baby cry, you're trying to stop it. And so uh, I have so much more empathy now. And I just wish everyone could understand that it's Obviously, the parents are doing as much as they can, and the babies are just going to cry, and that's fine. And, like you said, you know, the other adults need to take care of their own you know, their self and self-regulate themselves and bring head or earplugs and anything.
1: Yeah. And I, I have to be honest, I do travel enough with without my kids and have heard plenty of babies cry on the plane. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. And then I'm like, OK, Marquita, like you, you are in control of what you can do. Put your headphones on and turn it up louder. Take a nap, read a book like you have options to try to help resolve it. If I am with my kids, I may try to give them one of my kids snacks or something like that to help. But like, I think the reaction of like, oh, a baby is normal (laughs) because I still have that. But then you have to think like, again, we're talking about a child. I am almost 40 you are in control of your emotions (laughs) what can you do to make yourself happy in the moment
0: yeah it has nothing to do with the day yeah you know that kind of thing yeah well I wish everyone could hear this um I'm wondering do you have any kind of good tips for anyone who like kind of like me who wants to get back into travel or wants to travel with your kids? Like, what are the top tips or recommendations that you would tell someone in that position?
1: Uh, Normally, I ask, like, what is your biggest fear? Like, what is holding you up? Is it that you're fearful that they're going to have a tantrum? Is it that you're fearful that you don't know what's gonna happen when you get there. So if, and and plan accordingly. So if it's like, I'm fearful of like exactly how they're gonna fly, then go with a direct flight. Something short and as painless as possible and or a place you've already been and you're pretty acclimated with, like I did when I went to Milwaukee. Then that way, all of the unknown factors are really minimized and you can actually focus on your child and how they travel, what irritated them, what part did they like, so on and so forth, and then you can learn from that. So that is normally what what I ask like to take like an inner introspective look of what is stopping you, what is holding you back and figuring out a plan to address those things. If it's fear of a tantrum, well, honey, you got a child, they may have a tantrum. But what can you do? Now think about it. Like, okay, so when they have a tantrum, when we go to the restaurant, what normally causes that? Is that because they have to wait 30 minutes in line? Okay, well, my kid may not be good with lines. Let me get pre-check and let me do the things or let me take an early morning flight when I think my airport's gonna be low. Like, think about strategies that could help eliminate or minimize whatever is holding you back from traveling. And the main thing is just try it, right? Like what what's honestly the worst thing that's gonna happen? I don't think you're gonna leave your kid at the airport. They may cry. Okay, that's that's fine. They they cry everywhere else. (laughs) That doesn't hopefully doesn't stop you from like going to eat, going to the doctor, going to get, you know, whatever else you have to do. Like what what's the worst that could happen and go back from there of like what's holding me back? and figuring out a plan to resolve that. And then maybe it's like, this is holding me back. I'm just really fearful, but I really, 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 really want to go to here and it'll make it worth it if I just get my feet in the sand in X. And then that could be your motivation to figure out all of the details and so many of my followers have come back to me was like oh my god I'm so I'm so fearful of doing it I got your ebook and I read through the mindset and all of the different suggestions you gave and it was so much easier than I thought like yeah they had a tantrum once but I mean worth it it was great and I'm like
0: there you go (laughs) wow okay well that's a really good thing to remember look for the fears and then you know just plan accordingly that's a really good tip um I have three questions I ask every guest so I'll ask you those now okay the first one is what is one thing that you've done for yourself lately and that's kind of you know going with what we've talked about is just to be the best parent you kind of need to be your best self right
1: yeah so I would say yeah, planning this trip planning um my upcoming trip to go to Jordan is that was, the, I wanted to do all of my world wonders before I turned 40. I turned 40 next year. So, making the plan to fulfill that goal,
0: um, I'm doing that for me. That's amazing. Wow, all the world wonders. That's so good. Thank you. And then the next question is what is a book or a podcast or a movie or show that has had an impact on you lately?
1: I wish I could remember Elizabeth Gilbert's. What is uh, that book I think, called? Is it
0: the one that's called? Is it Big Magic or something? That one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Big Magic. I think that's it. Uh, I've read it a while ago, but every time I'm like, oh, why does this have to happen? Like, oh my goodness. I remember that everybody has to eat a shit pie <laughs> and I have to think about what shit pie am I willing to eat? <laughs> <laughs> and is, th- is this worth it? Whatever I'm going through. And that's kind of, the mantra I keep in the back of my head
0: okay that is a good book I've read it but I forget a lot of the stuff but it makes me want to reread it <laughs> um and then what is a song that lifts you up and just makes you feel good whenever you hear it and I have a playlist of these like from all the guest songs that people say
1: Ooh, that's
0: good
1: I'm gonna I don't know a particular song that lifts me up you should just put on like the Beyonce playlist <laughs> uh, because I love so many of her you know they're like upbeat and fun yeah. and so that's what I normally either that or a gospel playlist yeah. and
0: one, one of one of the other usually helps get me get me in the right mind frame yeah nice what is there one particular song that I could add to the playlist so I don't even actually love this song but this is what's coming into my head I think because my kids have been
1: singing it recently um it's Beyonce you can't break my soul like they have that is their game recently. and I'm like that's right boys you can't break yeah my soul.
0: so that could be a good one okay add. perfect I love that that's their song
1: they're like mommy they played your song and I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for being on. Is there anything that you kind of want us to talk about that we didn't get to talk about yet?
1: Um, no, I, I would just say that if people if there's any parents or, you know, guardians out there trying to figure out how to travel with kids, I did create a traveling with kids uh, encyclopedia. It's an ebook. So I think it's awesome. If, if you're in a jam, you can have it on your phone. And it's, over 60 pages covers 20 topics from mindset to how do you get your kids to sleep um, at a hotel to what documents do I need? How about breast milk and all of that? Um, so it's that one, one-stop shop for any parent or guardian that wants to travel. They just don't know if they have questions and they don't know exactly how to do it.
0: Oh, that's so good. That seems really, really helpful. Cause I feel like you can, have a question and then google and then you just get trapped in like a (laughs) internet hall of looking at all this stuff and you don't know who to trust or where to go so that sounds really ideal um and can people get that uh they get that from your website Mm -hmm, it's on my website marquita's travels perfect okay i'll link it in the show notes um so definitely go check that out and then your instagram is at the traveling twin mama and yeah is there anywhere else that people can find you
1: the main to my website
0: and Instagram all right well thank you so much for being on and I just found a lot of inspiration from hearing you talk and the amount of travel that you've done with your kids is and the travel that you do by yourself and with your husband those are all goals that I want to have so just a good kick in my butt (laughs) to actually go do it and just it's not that hard you know 100% thank you for imparting all of your wisdom on us (laughs) (laughs) of course this was great and most
1: definitely everyone gets used to it you figure out what works and what doesn't work for you and like anything else with parenting you figure it out on the go who knows what they do, but you figure it out and it's okay (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's okay for mistakes yeah. to
0: happen yeah definitely all right well enjoy your europe trip um i'll be sure to look out for your photos and yeah take care perfect thank you thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you do then please consider leaving a review on apple podcasts or giving it a little uh, rating on spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts Or also share it with a friend, someone that you think might also like this, or share it on Instagram or anything, would just help out the show, and I don't know, just trying to help more people and parents do what they love, so (laughs) that's the aim. We'll all be happier, better people if we're still able to do all the stuff that makes us happy, so, (laughs) and especially from this episode, I really learned how beneficial traveling and showing your kids the things that you love and showing your kids the world just how beneficial that can really be and how much your kids can get out of it so yeah anyway that's all (laughs) I have to say for now thanks again for listening and again you can find us on Instagram at biggest adventure yet or you can find me on Instagram at Tamari Johnson and I'll see you next time all I won't see you but you know how it goes anyway (laughs) uh talk to you later well you know it feels very one-sided here but um (laughs) I appreciate you listening all right until next time Awkward Mari signing off happy travels happy adventuring and happy parenting bye-bye